Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and today I'm joined by Carlos, Yo, Tyler, Hello, and Aaron. Hello. We are celebrating Symbiote September this month with a special giveaway for our loyal live listeners, and uh, you can just join our live recordings on Discord each Wednesday through September 25th and listen in until the end of each episode. I will drop a special keyword sometime during today's episode, which one of our selected live audience members will need to repeat to win a Jada Toys diecast Venom figure. So stay tuned to win. It's week 7 of our Absolute Carnage podcast series in which we cover the event's latest comics and tie-ins. Today, we're doing a rapid-fire review of Absolute Carnage number 3 and Absolute Carnage Lethal Protectors number 2. We will begin with the big one for today, which is Absolute Carnage number 3. And um, any first thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, this issue was actually really, really good. Uh, again, as always, Ryan Stegman, he's always just doing a really fantastic job on the artwork. Uh, I thought this issue opened up a lot of eye-openers and you know some shocking developments with the Venom symbiote. Uh, you also got to see Dylan again. And a certain avocado boy, which we will get to soon. Uh, but yeah, no, all the all the artwork was great, and story was kind of half good and half kind of, you know, just kind of questionable at times. So it was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I would say um, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't think it was quite as um, action packed as the last couple of issues. Uh, we have a little bit of action towards the beginning and then it kind of lulls for a little bit. Um, so the pacing kind of slowed down a little bit with this issue, but overall still a fantastic read. Um, Donnie and Ryan still hitting all the marks. So it's, it's pretty good. Like, um, like, like, uh, Carlos said, we get some uh some returns to this uh to this main book uh where we were only having characters showing up in the Venom series. So we have Dylan and and Sleeper returning. So that that was Sleep, pretty good. Sleeper cat! Sleeper cat! Sleeper cat, sleeper cat, sleeper cat. <laughs> sleeper cat. <laughs> how are you Yeah, and if you're confused oh, about uh how Sleeper became a cat, so are we. Apparently that oh, happens oh. in um the next uh Venom issue number nineteen which I think comes out another two weeks. So we're going to have to wait to see yeah. how that happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and for me, overall, I, I'd agree that there is a bit of a lull, this issue. It's, it starts up picking right off where, you know, Eddie's running away, Eddie's like freaking out, Miles getting taken over, like the excitement's all there, and then it's sort of just, he just takes Scorpion and runs after a little bit of uh, contention with Norman and whatnot. And then, and yeah, and for then for most of the issue, it's sort of just like, oh, it's just people talking. And that's pretty much it until the very end. And, uh, so overall, I still did like the issue, but it, it's definitely not, especially in comparison to the, especially the first issue, it's definitely not quite as good as that. Yeah. So, um, I, I enjoyed this issue, but I'm going to be one of those folks that say that I'm kind of getting worried about how this series is going to go because from the last, uh, Two issues, not a whole lot has happened. Um, you know, because the first issue was amazing, and we had all these, like, all these amazing scenes and all this amazing art, and the last two issues, not a whole lot has happened. Um, there was some pretty cool moments in this one, but I'm 
kind of worried because, um, you know, the series was supposed to end in the next issue on four, but then they expanded it to five, and I'm just not too sure where it's going to go from here, and I'm kind of worried. I, I and some other folks might have, might have kind of overhyped it, but I guess we will hit that uh, point in a few minutes. So. Not to mention, an issue four has gotten delayed as well, so it kind of raises more questions, too. So. Yeah, I, I would say, like, this issue kind of made me realize why it was expanded to issue five, because I didn't, I just can't see how they would have wrapped up the entire storyline uh, on issue four. So, like, I mean, uh, you know, we're discussing spoilers here, so this, this issue ends with the Venom symbiote kind of ditching Eddie to bond with the Hulk. So oh, yes, and that's the first time we actually see the Hulk with a symbiote, which is pretty but, cool. But, here's, pretty but cool. here's the thing. Here's the thing that we that I need to touch up on is that uh, Venom is starting to show resilience towards Eddie, where he's now desperate to kill uh, Carnage, Norman, well, Cletus and Norman, I guess, both. But And also at the same time, even in the beginning of the issue, we didn't really see a whole lot of uh, zombie-oak. Uh, Miles, he was only there for like maybe a couple of panels and he just disappears, which I guess they're going to save him for his uh, tie-in issues. So I was kind of a little bummed out by that too. But um, here you can see that uh, the Venom Simeon is very desperate in this situation and he's just not going to be taking no up for an answer from Eddie. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. The whole That was another downside I had with the issue. It just Venom kind of be, seems, the symbiote seems to be flip-flopping a bit. And it's it's a little confusing consistency wise, and so it's just like all right now let's let's kill Miles let's kill Norman let's let's, let's it's, like, it's kind of weird and then it's like especially since it just got back to Eddie like you know like Eddie we're here to protect you and whatnot in the first issue it's like we're here for you and but now it's just that's her like sorry got to protect my kid you know it's yeah a little so weird. so it still thinks it can save him by killing you know the people that he's trying to save which kind of shows that the symbiote maybe has not yet grown just yet or I mean I don't know like maybe he is just scared but it is kind of weird and like you know we also said that uh, that it's kind of weird that Eddie is trying to save Norman when he was trying to murder him in the last issue but I guess we can say that uh, Spider-Man kind of got through to him and he and we haven't seen him kill these uh, these folks just yet so maybe he just kind of had a change of heart Maybe and is trying to save people instead of kill him, but I mean he he did save like he did save Mac, but that's probably just because he had a codex. So yeah. And speaking of confusion, um, I know this was pointed out, I believe, in Carnage Born, but uh, a new sort of um, history for Cletus Cassidy was revealed in Carnage Born. And um, I had actually asked Donnie about that at one point um, at a convention, and he did uh, kind of confirm that uh, when Tannis Neves, who is Scorn, uh, was delivering that whole spiel about how Cletus Cassidy was born uh, in, in an asylum, that uh, that whole origin was meant to be thrown into question because it was being delivered by an unreliable narrator. Now in this issue, we have that origin being retold um, from the horse's mouth, from Cletus Cassidy. Uh, however, on Twitter today, someone had asked 
or or actually it was um, a bleeding cool article I believe that um, was pointing out that the this uh, this is a new origin for Cletus Cassidy and Donnie um, retweeted it to reply that uh, no it isn't uh, if they had been reading this is again a case of unreliable narrator now that's that's a bit confusing to me because if Carnage is repeating this this whole story you you think you know this is the real story yeah um there is a lot of things that we've brought into question and i almost feel like we're too focused on these small things uh because i think half the folks that are trying to read this are just trying to read like a good story but we're over here like you know but why does the symbiote say that that that's its spawn but you said that that's actually not carnage and it's the grendel symbiote and like but how can he pass down a codex and all this other stuff? I mean, yes, it doesn't make sense. And I would agree, but at the same time, it's just comics. And I don't think we should be focusing too much on it, but at the same time, I do understand why there is confusion. I'm still confused about where the actual Carnage symbiote is, if it's on Norman or if it's not on Norman. But, man, I don't know, guys. Just calm down, please. See, this is this is comic book fans like as a whole. Yes. This, this is what we do. Yes. Is, but yeah. calm down. Endless debate every time. Yeah. yeah. Just, that, that's that, that's why that's why Marvel came up with the no prize thing though. <laughs> Let the fans figure it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, it the, the the bottom line is I think let's not read too much into every little detail. We don't really want to get caught up with the nitpicking. That kind of drags you away from the story in general. Uh, you know, it, the the point of the story is, of course, to enjoy it and to you know, to take and what you will variants. from it. Yeah, buy more yeah. variants, definitely. It's hundreds and yeah, hundreds no, of variants. <laughs> but but I I'll absolutely say the whole immortal immortal Hulk joining with the Venom symbiote. I'm pretty hyped for that. Like it's immortal Hulk uh, by Ewing is another fantastic ongoing at Marvel right now. One of the best books along with Venom and ASM, I would say. Now, and so just, yeah, I'm yeah. extreme, I'm extremely excited to see, like, I believe it's going to be Devil Hulk interacting with the symbiote. Now, so uh, like, it's, it's pure fan service and I'm down for it. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know if it goes that far in this book. It is pretty cool to see because, um, folks have said for a while now that the best things out now are Hulk and, and Venom. And now we have these two as as one, which is which is pretty cool. Um, I don't think this is going to be the focus on the uh, one shot Hulk issue, uh, but it's still no, pretty cool to no. see. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so like, I mean, it's still cool. I don't think it's going to last a whole lot for a while. I'm not entirely sure why this is thrown in. It's kind of weird seeing uh, Bruce Banner, you know, tied into this Venom thing, and he just came out of nowhere. Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean. It, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird, but it is also cool, cool at the same time. But I, um, um, but I'll accept it because my uh, father is a huge Hulk fan, and I, I'm of course a huge, uh, huge fan of Venom. So like, this is really, you know, you know, it's pretty cool to see, but you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and regarding it. regarding Bruce, I think that's going to happen in the Immortal Hulk tie-in, where it's going to be like Bruce deals with Ross and and uh, Betty is what they're doing, and then at the yes. end of that, he's going to join with the Avengers and then show up here. 
And that right. is one other complaint I'd like to make. The release order of this series is extremely weird. It's all over the place. Like, yeah. you have the Deadpool versus Car- or Carnage versus Deadpool spoiling Lethal Protectors, number one. And now this happens, and now Venom isn't out yet, but that's already happened. And it's like, it's really... And then Symbiote of Vengeance, which takes place way before any of this event even starts. So it's really weird, the re- release order they decided to go with. Yeah, now... I, yeah. I wanted to make a point, um, you know, for, for those listeners who don't really read, uh, you know, Immortal Hulk, uh, as I don't either, uh, maybe give us a little bit of, uh, so someone give us a bit of, um, review of what Immortal Hulk is all about, like, what's so special about this Devil Hulk and everything. He's edgy, and he's the Hulk, and he smashes things. <laughs> It's just, the Hulk has a bunch of different personalities. There's like Joe Fixit, and there's like the classic Savage Hulk, and there's the the World Breaker. So the Devil Hulk is just another like particularly pretty evil personality that does, that does actually care for Bruce. So, Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm completely out of the loop, so I really wouldn't be able to catch up this. Read it. Read, read, read Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just read like it. So, like read it, read it if not for just the art, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, yeah. now there there was one thing of consequence to talk about, and that's that um, Carnage once again pulled the rug out from under everybody and disguised himself as Eddie Brock and infiltrated yeah. their yeah. base. Yeah. And of yes. course, Spider Man yes. spoiled a little something time. to him. The moment he smiled, I knew it was Cletus. I knew it was him. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah Spider Man of all people spoiled it for for Eddie. Right. So like last month, I think uh, Ryan posted the picture of of him smiling. I was like, wait a minute, that does look like Eddie. Why does that look kind of weird? And then this issue, oh, it's Cletus disguised. Yeah, and, and then you yeah. notice he doesn't he doesn't have the little eye scar he has right now. Yeah. So and it's... why does he still have that? I don't know why he still has that. But... <laughs> I mean, well, you know. I don't know why I don't know why Eddie still isn't bleeding from his nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, yeah. first six yeah. inches no, but, bleeding from his but nose. That whole little sequence, like, not only does uh, Cletus now know that that's Eddie's kid, <laughs> but also the fact that he now, like, he now knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like, that had and always Eddie been a thing. Eddie tells him Peter. He doesn't say Spider-Man. He just yells out Peter. Like, yeah. Like, that's always been a bit of a thing, like, shouldn't Carnage have known since, like, ben, it bonded to Ben Riley and whatnot, and then it bonded uh, to, like, Norman and yeah. stuff, but I, I kind of like that he's saying, yeah, Carnage now knows Peter is Peter. And so, I'm, Peter's probably feeling pretty glad MJ's out of New York right now. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but, yes, but Eddie is also kind of a mean, mean boy in this issue. He doesn't tell Peter about Miles, and I bet he and I bet he didn't say that on purpose because then he'd get mad at him. And then uh, he doesn't tell Peter that the thing about the symbiotes isn't his fault. And like he just says, "Oh well, well, I'll, you know, like I still need him for backup, so I'll just tell him later." So I like that. I, don't I like know. that a lot. I don't know. He's 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 a little mean for some reason. I don't know why he's being mean. I like that. That's an old. That's just their, his old grudge with Spidey talk, and I, I thought that was cute. Like the, the symbiote was trying to say like. Tell him it's not his fault. Symbiote was trying to be nice to Spider-Man, and he's like, "Yeah, you're right." Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Being a mean boy. So overall, it was you know kind of middle of the road, I think. Issue. Uh, it was still 
you know, beautiful art by Ryan and uh, still pretty good storytelling. But uh, like we said, oh, it's a it's a it's a bit of yeah, a lull right now. Always. Yeah, it was. Oh, just... Yeah, we just have high standards because we are uh, shills through and through. So mm-hmm. <laughs> high standards. All right, so let's move on to our next discussion topic, which is Absolute Carnage Lethal Protectors number two. Finally, the Lethal Protectors are coming together. Two yeah, issues. They into actually a few show issues. up in the book. And I <laughs> thought they were going to be doing that last issue. Now, I like a lot of the um, the throwbacks that were in this issue. Um, you know, uh, Morbius mentioning, mentioning, you know, we haven't had these guys around. We we haven't gathered like this since the last time this maniac took over the city. It's like, oh, referencing abs, uh, Maximum Carnage. That's great. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The only thing I really like about this issue is uh, is a uh, Shriek and Carnage. I don't really care for all all the other characters, but I like how. Don't you mean Demogoblin? Right, right. I I apologize, Demogoblin. Right, and I like how Carnage says that. I love that girl. You know, you know that's good. I like that wholesome content. Yeah, <laughs> wholesome, right? Wholesome content, but I don't really care. Really yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. it's it's great. You know, we get a little bit of taste of the uh, of the Carnage family. And um, by the way, loyal listeners, today's um, keyword is family. So remember that it is family. Family, family comes first. Yep. So it's about family. It it was uh it was definitely it's a fun family. issue. Um, it's kind of uh, she's the key to all of this. Misty and I the key to all of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for getting that, Aaron. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I would say like it's a little disappointing that it took the second issue in a three part series to finally get the team together and it just ends with them coming together so that means yeah, this, everything has to be resolved this should have been the, the end of the issue. first issue yeah 100 yeah. percent. oh yeah like um, i yeah. feel like you you easily could have condensed these into, into one issue so it's just it feels like a lot of this book was just more set up <laughs> and it's like do we really need that's, more set up for a three that's issue exactly, series that's exactly what i got this was to me this was just kind of like okay well they're getting the gang back together uh, Misty Knight is trying to figure out a way to get out of the sewer, not to get killed. And uh, right. oh yeah, and, and also too, Deathlock, uh, Deathlock uh, shows up. A different right. Deathlock except though. This, it's a yeah, it's the it's the new like Agents of Shield synergy Deathlock, except he looks like normal Deathlock now. So and I oh, that's, that's about, what that so. was. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say it is kind of a bummer that these characters aren't in the main main series. Um. Um, I like to see a lot of these guys show up, but I think it's they're kind of just wasted in this, and I don't entirely see why we need this tie-in. And I'm kind of questioning all of the others too why we need those tie-ins. But I mean, I guess I enjoyed a few scenes. Like I like how uh, Misty is hiding in in like one of the corpses, like in The Walking Dead or something, just like walking around the sewers. Um, and I like the little shot where. where where they look inside the sewer, and there's just hundreds of them right there, right, right underneath the city. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sweet, sweet Christmas. You're right. Oh yeah. But besides that, I I didn't really care for another setup, and I got, so I also liked how they put police tape on the mantle. Just say don't go in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like three cones and police tape. Don't go in. There. <laughs> Yeah. They put something on top of it, didn't they? Like some weird heavy weight thing. I box. guess, 
but still, it's just police tape and three little cones. The, the kids were the kids were very like uh, calm about it. They're like, "Is that a goldfish or something?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I would say like uh, poor John Jameson Manwolf is getting the 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 broad end of the stick on this one. It's like he's almost getting killed by Carnage because of his incompetence to bring in uh, Missy Knight. Wonder what's going to happen to him at the end? Because as she, as she said in the, in the first issue, John, you're going to regret everything once this is all done. Yeah, he uh, sort of seems like he's replacing. He's like replacing Doppelganger. You know, he's like kind of, of like the pet, you know, dog. And I wonder where he went off to. Well, Doppel, I, I think Doppelganger is uh, taking care of Deadpool. Yeah, uh, is he? I think so. Is he? Oh well. We, we see him mostly know. in the Deadpool issues. Well, we we might know. see him in the Miles issue as well. But I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it is interesting seeing uh, James in this. It is pretty interesting because you know we've seen him a few times. You know he was uh, the second host of Carnage. I think like way back in the nineties, and then he was in the uh, series by Jerry Conway. And like this one's pretty good. Oh, you know, you know what? I like how he's being involved. You, you, you know what? I figure it out. I, I now know why there's a fifth issue to Absolute Carnage. Because okay. we couldn't make we couldn't make Dark Carnage the ultimate bad guy. It has to be Doppelganger. Has to be Doppelganger. Yep. <laughs> he just Oh yes, he, he he speaks in like fluent sentences and just, you know, rules the entire he just he just kills Cletus and just rules over the whole city after that. <laughs> We all thought it was going to be Null or Carnage in the end. Nope. Doppelganger. Or Null is Doppelganger. It is Doppelganger. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Doppelganger yeah, is Doppel Army. Born from darkness. From the Infinity Gems, <laughs> right? Or something like that? Yeah. Something crazy like that's going to happen, yeah. Yeah. So I like, see how uh, see how boring this issue is that we got kind of off track so much. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was too boring, but... It it was just, it, just <laughs> yeah, nothing's happening though. Yeah, yeah, because you know? like what what happened in the issue? You had Missy Knight getting chased by Demogoblin and, and uh, Manwolf, and then Iron Fist gets the crew together. That's literally all that happens. So yes, I still enjoy it though because I like seeing a few. I like seeing a few of the interactions, but for the most part, I don't know why familiar faces. Condensed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, as a um, cloak and dagger fan, I gotta say. Cloak is sporting a, a fancy new beard. Kind of pointy. I, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> One little note. Just, uh, I know covers lie and all that, but I'm disappointed. Mania wasn't in absolute yeah, number three. Three. Mania. Okay. What the yeah. hell, Ryan? What the hell, Donnie? Right now, <laughs> Scorn is dead. Mania is dead. They're not coming back. No, you don't get to Andy say that. You don't know no, that, Aaron. No. 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 No, no, no. Agent uh-huh. Venom as well. He's dead. Andy is Scream. Andy is But still, I'm just saying, we had Mania, Scream, and Black Cat on the cover. They were not in the book. Who cares about Black Cat? Excuse you, Aaron. Who cares about Black Cat? Yeah, excuse me, Aaron. Weren't you the one who were, uh, weren't you pairing them at one point? Uh, I was, but now she's marrying Spider-Man for laughs, and it's just a knockoff. <laughs> she's just another Catwoman knockoff. That's all she is now. That's all she is now. Wow. She is Be gone thought, says Aaron. She, is, she, she only, she only 
only exists so J. Scott Campbell can draw her. That's the only reason she is exists now. Only reason. Oh. Only You're for terrible, Scott, for J. Scott covers. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, like I said, I think that's a good place to put a uh, pin in today's episode. Listen in next week as we review Amazing Spider-Man number 30, which is an absolute carnage tie-in, as well as Absolute Carnage, Miles Morales number 2. You can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. Check out our Discord server and become a member of the audience during our next live recording of We Are Venomaniacs. And uh, just so you guys know, our next recording on September 25th will be the last one where we will have a giveaway. We have one more Agent Venom Pop to give away, so make sure you tune in. Join us, won't you? As always, thanks to my fellow hosts, Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron, for joining me today. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this train wreck. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good ol' Aaron. Yeah. And uh, thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs. And now, a word from one of our partners at The Collective, a network of superhero podcasts. Hey, Ray. Yes, Connor? What's black and white and red all over? Huh. A newspaper? Not even close. Hmm. A sunburnt zebra? What are you doing, Ray? (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. A weekly podcast coming to you from the High Priest of Khonshu. Available on all good podcast catchers.